Our people principles shape the way we think about and encourage you to think about managing your people. We refer to them as principles because we think of them not as hard and fast rules to be applied absolutely in all situations, but as useful guidelines and considerations. They are our framework for helping you get more of what you want from your employees. Some of our people principles might threaten your long-held beliefs about management and corporate authority. That's completely okay. Remember, we give you license to disagree with us. As with everything we set forth in this book, treat our people principles like you would, say, a Vegas brunch buffet. 1. Take a look at everything before you put anything on your plate. 2. Take a lot of what you know you want and sample stuff you want to try. 3. Come back as often as you like to have more of whatever you enjoy the first time, or try something new. No matter what, be sure you eat plenty and leave satisfied. Managers who understand what they're doing and why, even if it's wildly different from how and why we would manage, are better equipped to clearly communicate their philosophy, make strategic and tactical policy decisions, and realize consistent performance from their teams. So take a moment to peruse our people principles. Think about them. Play with them. Take what fits you and your team, sample whatever looks interesting, and discard the rest. Frankly, feel comfortable discarding them altogether, and recognize up front that the way you think about management is just plainly different from the way we do. At the very least, if you have never before articulated your own management principles, your underlying philosophy of managing your team, we hope the following people principles give you the inspiration to do so. Managing without an underlying philosophy leads you to make impulsive, inconsistent, and regrettable decisions. Managing without this kind of a rudder is like piling your plate high with the prime carving station meats at the Vegas buffet because it's the first thing you see and you're starving, and then realizing on your way back to your seat that they have the choicest cuts of sushi you've ever seen. Don't! People principle number one. Team-wide rules suck. Scrutinize team-wide rules very carefully and avoid instituting them wherever possible. Rules are everywhere, and for good reason. They tend to drive or discourage behavior for a good chunk of the population. Take mandatory study hall in high school, for example. It's safe to assume that most high school students spend most of their mandatory study hall time studying or doing homework. So mandatory study hall drives most students to participate in the desirable behavior of studying. But mandatory study hall does not drive desired behavior in all high schoolers. What about the kids who skip study hall? Or those who use the time to secretly text friends? Or those who do complete their homework in study hall but do so at the expense of doing it at home, where they do their best work. Or those who would make better use of that time by taking more challenging classes and stretching their intellectual limits. Standing Monday morning team meetings are the same as mandatory study halls. Sure, everyone gets to work on time because of the meeting. They understand your initiatives for that week, and they come together as a team. And plenty of your team members probably find real value in it. But what about your star employee, we call him Franchise, who has his most productive stretches during that time of day, or the one who disrupts the meeting because she finds them a waste of her time?
or the one who is too intimidated to ask you questions in the larger group, but might in a smaller group of equally uncertain peers. Note, we're not saying not to hold regular team meetings and require attendance. We are saying understand the unintended consequences of doing so, and be aware of the value of that meeting for each person. Weigh those factors against your perceived value of the meeting for all, and then decide whether you're going to insist on attendance. Let's say you managed a team of sales reps, and you instituted a rule that required all reps to bring proposals to you for your approval before sending them on to prospects. At first glance, this team-wide rule might make sense. You want to ensure that proposals are professional and present the company in the best possible light, that pricing contemplates sufficient profit margin and likelihood of securing the business, and that your people are delivering enough proposals to generate sales to justify their presence on your team. But look at the potential costs of instituting this rule. 1. Delays in getting the proposals out because they're backed up on your desk might cost you sales. 2. Your best reps might become frustrated by this time-wasting micromanagement requirement of yours and seek to leave their jobs. 3. Some reps who know that you will be reviewing the proposals will grow reliant on you for editing and therefore deliver to you increasingly unpolished work that costs you more time on each one. It would be a far more efficient strategy for you to require certain reps, your newest, laziest, or poorest proposal writers, to run their proposals by you, while giving those who know what they're doing the ball and letting them run with it. As your newbies, lazies, and poor proposal writers demonstrate competence, you can loosen the reins on them as well. Rules almost never shape behavior for an entire population. High schools, like governments and HR departments, benefit from wide-reaching rules because they do shape behavior for the masses. The rules make organizations and people operate efficiently. But as a manager of a small team of 10 to 15 employees, not masses, you can actually be more efficient by limiting hard and fast rules to a short list. You can afford to take the time and tailor rules to fit each person under your charge. Because you know the strengths, weaknesses, and drivers of each team member, or you will after reading this book, you are more likely to drive, or discourage, the behaviors you want, or don't want, by simply customizing your policies for each. Remember, by avoiding team rules, you cut down on time-wasting enforcement and get more from each employee.